When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The following segment is from the Off Day Debrief on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. I heard a really interesting take from Chris Sims about this, and I want to get your perspective. Do you think that Derrick Henry coming back actually hurt the Titans more than helped them? I think in a vacuum, it's better to have him active, but I think their usage of him was wrong. So yes, from that perspective, absolutely. Because look at Dante Foreman, like, <laughs> are you more effective, more efficient? And I think they forced it at times with Derrick Henry. And also, yes. by the way, I don't think Derrick Henry is getting enough crap for like not getting that two-point conversion in. <laughs> like, like, it looks like he didn't reach the, the goal line. It's like, like what's the downside? It's a two point conversion. If you fumble, they're not they're probably not going to run it all the way back to the other end zone to get you know two points for themselves. I mean, maybe I'm being too harsh, and it's easy for me to say I'm not you know like banging in between the tackles there. But to me, it just looked like he wasn't aware, or he just didn't like go all out to get that touchdown. I don't know, or the two point try. Um, so yeah, I think that's a that's a totally fair point. You know, it's might sound like counterintuitive because Derrick Henry is obviously really good when he's fully healthy, but I don't think he was fully healthy, and I, and I think. Uh, you know, it's not like uh, the Titans, you know, go on the Super Bowl run if you use Derrick Henry less. But I do think there's absolutely circumstances in the NFL where, you know, a player is playing through injury and that's not the optimal thing for your team. I've seen it with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz thought his, you know, what was best for the team was him playing through injury. But that wasn't really the case, especially in 2018 when a healthy Nick Foles was clearly a better option than Carson Wentz, who had like a back injury and was coming off an ACL and couldn't really throw the ball the same way he could before. So yeah, I think there's absolutely validity, validity to that. And I feel like, I guess you feel the same way. Oh, I pointed it out on the look ahead on Thursday before the game. We think of Derek Henry, you know, he's been so great. How are the Titans ever going to recover from that loss? But look at their rushing totals since week 10 or week 11, 103, 270 against the Patriots, 102, 201, 90 against the 49ers, 198 against Miami. 124 against Houston. The deep dark secret is they didn't really miss Derrick Henry that much. Like they were able to run the ball. And I think that he kind of threw off their, their mojo. Like you said, the usage of him was off. You know, there's no way he could have been close to football shape, close to having the explosiveness that he usually has. I mean, how much running was he really doing? He had a broken foot, you know, like, so it's, I just think that they gave the ball to him way too much. And uh, I don't care. Mike Vrabel got a little salty after the game. But when you sack the other quarterback nine times, you should win. Like, you should win the game. And the fact that they didn't 
is kind of pathetic, to be honest with you. And there was a reason that Ryan Tannehill was the number seven quarterback when we did our power rankings, mm. and he lived up to that. I mean, you literally should win because it's never been done before. <laughs> it's never <laughs> been done where a quarterback has been sacked that often and won, right? It was Donovan McNabb. Uh, they showed who was at eight, and then Burrow took his ninth sack there. Um, I know, obviously, there's the, the angle of the Titans disappointing, but no one really believed in them. Like, no one believed in them to go the distance. They, okay, people thought maybe they can, you know, win a game, maybe get to the AFC Championship game, sure. But no one thought they were really going to the Super Bowl or winning it at all. And Tannehill is a big factor there. And obviously, he kind of came on nicely for them in terms of just out of nowhere. You know, when they traded for him and he was their backup and he and he rose and they, they've gone some decent playoff runs with him and had you know good res- regular season success clearly but mm-hmm. at the end of the day like he limits this team ceiling like those were some really bad interceptions the first play of the game like that automatically <laughs> it doesn't mean you can't win but that sets the wrong tone for the entire game in terms of like things that might go beyond the box score in terms of like confidence and everything it's like oh crap now we're like you know you just you have this uh it's like you take you kind of shed any sense of invincibility at that point. You're like the other team instantly is like, oh, we can win this. We got a big play in the first play of the game. It's an immediate confidence booster for your opponent like that in a big way. So, uh, yeah, I think him being there and limiting this team ceiling is tough, uh, and it's just really disappointing for a team that you know has had the success. And I think Vrabel is a good head coach, but it's like, what do they do now? Like, how do they get over the top? How how do the right. Titans get over the hump? Because it's like, okay. Do you replace Tannehill? Like, how? How do you do that? <laughs> That's not an easy thing to just do. So, so I don't know. But think about it. I mean, in an AFC with Allen, Mahomes, Lamar, Herbert, heck, even Derek Carr. Yeah. Mac Jones played well for a rookie in his rookie season. Like, you got to have a – Ryan Tannehill is not getting it done. Like, he's just not getting it done. You got to have – a high ceiling guy at quarterback there just to survive in the AFC, maybe in the NFC, like look at the 49ers. They're here, right? That's a different conference. It's a different, you know, uh, menu of quarterbacks, so to speak in the AFC, you got to have a stud and you're right. Like, I don't know what they do. You know, I don't know what kind of assets they're able or willing to give up, but like, I would look into a Russell Wilson trade. If mm. I was Tennessee, a thousand percent. If Aaron Rodgers wants out of the Packers, I would look into that too. You know, if Deshaun Watson gets his legal situation cleared up, you got to do something. This guy ain't it for you. There's a reason Miami didn't want him anymore. And I think it showed up like even next year. Is Tennessee going to be good? Yep. Will I pick mm-hmm. them to win the Super Bowl? No, no. chance. Right. And that that's not going to change. And Derrick Henry is only going to be around for so long, right? Mm-hmm. You can't just rely on him to be your entire offense and, and bear this workload. I mean, you can bear, you can rely on him more than a lot of teams could rely on other running backs. No doubt. He's a special player. I'm not trying to take anything away from Derrick Henry. I'm just saying over the course of time, uh, like that's undefeated. Father time is undefeated. And I think at some point it's just going to catch up and they're not going to be able to rely on him. And that doesn't mean, again, that they're going to be a bad team because maybe, you know, they have these other running backs and they have a good offensive line and a good system and everything. And like you said, they'll make the playoffs, uh, especially because their division isn't too amazing, which is yeah a nice little boost there for them. Um, so, yeah, it's just tough. I feel bad because I think they're not like a fraud team to me. Like, look at the teams they beat this year. Like, they beat, you know, like, what, the Bills and the Rams. And there were, like, legit wins in there. Um, but you just don't – you can't count on them in the playoffs. And that's, you know, disappointing at the end of the day. 
You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.